everyone, to the Get Shit Done podcast. It's yours truly, Julie Jones, with the adventures of Julie Jones, where each and every week, I bring you amazing guests from around the world. Woohoo! And I actually have somebody from around the world today. And I know each and every one of you, every week, are just hoping, praying, wishing that this might be the week that the guest isn't amazing. Well, sorry to disappoint again. It's not going to be this week. So I don't know, like for those of you that listen in week after week, you know, I always ask, you know, and maybe that, maybe I'll do that. Like for those of you who think that each and every week, there's going to be an amazing guest. Maybe I'll just throw you for a loop and, you know, see what kind of guest I can get that will throw you for a loop. But I do appreciate each and every one of you for listening in. So enough about my introduction. Let's get to our guest. I'm super excited to welcome Elle Grinnell. Welcome to the show. So happy to be here. I wish I had some googly eyes that could really express how excited I am to be here, Julie. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I don't have my googly eyes handy because I, I took them to my B&I meeting this morning, but I do have my googly eyed bomb, bomb, nice. bomb, 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 you know, like that's my, that's my googly eye. He makes me laugh. Like when I sit here, it reminds me of my googly mm-hmm. eyes and the fact that I am a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> With wide-eyed uh, wonder. Yes, yes, the one, yeah. I, You know, I, um, I, did I ever tell you the story? And I don't know if I've ever told the story to the people that are listening on the podcast, because sometimes I do give this um, story about how I became the googly-eyed, googly-eyed queen, right? So the start of the pandemic, Um, Facebook, you know, they have all these filters when you go live and, um, there was a googly eyed filter and it reminded me of like, you know, those old, like the old cartoons that we grew up with, you know, with the big, you know, like the big wonky (laughs) eyes and stuff like that. Right. So I'm wearing that filter and I'm talking and doing my Facebook live and just cracking myself up. I was laughing at myself so hard because I loved those googly eyes and about a week later, anonymous package in the mail from Amazon. Somebody sent me a pair of googly-eyed glasses. I wow. still don't know who it is to this day. And um, those googly eyes have become my trademark. And so you never know, like, honestly, it, it's kind of the point behind, like, you know, when you touch somebody, you never know how you're going to, you know, like impact somebody's life. So there's somebody out there who has made me the googly-eyed queen and uh, you know, maybe they're listening into this week's podcast and I can say thank you. So there you go, L. I'll have to get you a pair of googly eye glasses as well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I would wear them proudly. <laughs> yes, most people do. Most people get pretty excited when they get their glasses. So, well, let's get started with you. Why don't you share with the listening audience a little bit about who you are, you know, what you love to do, what makes you unique? Um, and so, you know, oh, and you know what else, what you bring to the party, because everybody always brings something fun to the party. So mm-hmm. the floor is yours, Al. Oh, well, thank you. I, you know, the older you get, the more exciting your stories become. And there's a song that something along the lines, I'm not doing it just something along the lines of like, a hundred bad days makes a hundred good stories. A hundred good stories makes me interesting at parties. It's something, I don't think I have the number right, but that's the premise and I love it. So there's just so many things when we look back and we make the decision to learn the lesson instead of staying tethered and tough, you know, stuck back in there. And uh, I call that pasteurizing, right? And so the work that I do, I've been doing for over 25 years is 
just getting in the brain and figuring out where that story got wired so it can be unwired. And sometimes it takes a little patience. Like if you've ever have a, a knot in the chain of your necklace, you know, you, you got to work it a little bit. It's not always super easy, but it's so worth it. And um, so I like to say that I went from growing up in a trailer park to hitting it out of the park because I love, I played softball most of my life. So I love baseball references, team references, sports references, and it's, it's possible. And you, you don't always know that it's possible until you make that leap of faith, uh, until you take that step, that one step. And you know who needs to believe in you? Nobody, just you. (laughs) So, I've always loved writing. I, well, I was a reader, which turned me into a writer, right? So I've published three books. Um, my most recent, The Team Whisperer, because right now in my heart, I understand the angst that beginning entry to middle le- level managers because of the dark days, aka COVID, they got moved up just because they were great employees. I don't mean just, but they don't know how to be leaders. And so the book was written to help people become better leaders, because if you're a better leader, then your team wants to show up. They feel seen, heard, and appreciated. And so that's my current passion right now. But I am the founder and the creator of True Speak. And my catchphrase is, say what you want, the truth is in you. And I stand by that still 25 years later, 100%. Well, I love that. I love a lot of what, but what you talked about. And it was kind of funny when you were doing the analogy of like the knot in the necklace, you know, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, how much do I really like this necklace? (laughs) That too. You can choose to throw it away. That's also an option. uh, (laughs) I have to say, you know, who's really good at getting knots out of my necklaces is my husband. I don't know. Like he's got the patience or whatever he's got. Like I, I start to try to do it and I think I add more knots to it, right? Probably like the story of my of my life, you know, it's like, oh, well, one knot wasn't enough. Let's put in, you know, five more, right? And uh, it's like- <laughs> That makes then, me you think know, of my favorite saying, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Yes. So you can hand knots over to him and I'm sure there's plenty of things he hands over to you. But, you know, I love what, you know, you're talking about because like it reminds me of the idea behind like neural pathways, right? And so- you know, for anybody listening in, I, I like to kind of refer to these neural pathways as like the the ruts in our brains, right? Like the ruts in our brains, like the, the valleys. And like sometimes you do things over and over and over and over. And that's why it's become a habit or that's why you do things the way that you do because it's so ingrained in your brain. And then I know you do this, Al, as well as I do it a little bit also is the idea of shifting people so that they start using new, you know, valleys that aren't so rutted in, right? Mm-hmm. And like their new neural mm-hmm. pathways and how they can, you know, change the direction of how we're we're doing things. So talk a little bit about that because I love to your book, you know, about how so many people during the pandemic were thrown into positions that, you know, they were scrambling, you know, really mm-hmm. trying to figure out you know, what it looks like to be a good leader, because they may not have had very good examples to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not good role models or examples. Um, So a couple of things. Number one, I love, uh, well, I got involved in all the motivational stuff way back in the day. So I'm showing my age. It was Nightingale Conan, and you could be part of this group and you would get a cassette series in the mail every month. Yes, I use the word cassette. Some of you might have to Google what that means. And um, you had the option to return it, you know, within 30 days, if you didn't like it. 
And there was only one thing that I ever returned. And this was back in the, I want to say maybe the mid, mid eighties. And I returned, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer's Euronius zones because I was in my twenties and, um, I, it just didn't click. I just, ugh, so I sent it back. Right. And then fast forward 25 years, I read the book and everyone got it for Christmas. And my husband at the time had to remind me, you know, that's the cassette series that you sent back, right? And so, you know, whatever we're talking about today, the time is right for somebody, somebody who's listening. And I talked about motivational stuff because that's also when I was introduced to Zig Ziglar, who's still one of my all-time favorites. And he has a saying that a rut is just a grave with the ends kicked out. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when we keep going down these same neural pathways all the time, not realizing that we have the opportunity to change, right? And there's all this, to me, this is misinformation that you can change, that you can develop a better habit or delete a, a, an ineffective habit in the numbers vary 14 days, 21 days, 90 days. No, Julie, there is no number on that. It's all about passion because we had a paper route growing up because we had to start making money right away. We were poor. And for four years, my sister and I had to get up at five in the morning to deliver those papers because a lot of seniors lived in our neighborhood and they were waiting for that information. And I will tell you, the minute we quit that paper route, I never woke up at 5 a.m. one day in my life, except to catch a flight or something extremely meaningful. So you cannot tell me that I developed a habit of getting up at 5 a.m. every day, seven days a week, mind you, 365. So changing those things, it's all about passion. Like what do you want and why do you want it? And then what do those action steps look like? And then how do you keep those action steps alive when, 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 when it's difficult, right? So you've heard Einstein has that theory of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, to the true definition of, of insanity is doing something new, getting a good result, and then stop doing what you were doing and expecting the same result. That's insanity because you knew how to get there. It was working. And then you just didn't want to keep, keep the effort up. And that's the same with relationships, you know, marriages, families, work, all of that kind of thing. So what matters most is where is your passion? And then what does that look like? And what are those action steps? I love that because, you know, it really truly is about, you know, passion. And um, have you read the book, The Big Leap by um, Gay Hendricks? No, it's got, it's, a, not it's, got a, it's got a goldfish on top of it and on the book. And it's like the goldfish is tr- jumping from one fish bowl to another. So <laughs> if you read it. But, you know, he talks about this idea, like, you know, the the zone of genius, mm-hmm. right? And I, this is a little bit about like what you're talking about, the zone of genius versus the zone of excellence. And so zone of excellence, you know, a lot of us are doing things that we love to do and that we're good at, but that could be our zone of excellence because we may not necessarily be making money at it. And so the making money component becomes when you're truly in your zone of genius. Right. But mm-hmm. like, I am a big one to tell people it's like when you follow your passion and you love what it is that you do, you know, you still don't want to be doing, you could be doing it 24 seven, but you don't want to be doing it 24 seven because you need mm-hmm. 
to have that downtime, to have that creativity spark, you know, a lot of times, um, start for, start for people. So, um, you know, I, I just really, you know, like we could talk about this, gosh, you know, this could be like a a three-part, you know, series to talk about these different things because there's so much going on these days with like the science, especially too, behind, you know, what we're talking about. Sometimes people think that, okay, these two yahoos, that's my word, yahoo. (laughs) I'm throwing you in as a yahoo with me, Elle. Like, you know, they're talking about all this stuff and it's like, yeah, well, what's the real basis for it? Well, there's a lot of science behind, you know, what it is that, you know, um, is being discovered because I think we know about, you know, like, like a minuscule amount about the brain, you know, of what is really, truly, what is really, truly possible. So how do you work with people? Like how, you know, what is it that you love to do? How do you take people from point A to point B? Like what does kind of a journey look like with you, Al? Mm. Oh, thank you for that question. I think it begins with uh, when people, again, are willing to have that faith, right? So you both, we both are trained in NLP, which is a whole volumes and decades of speaking and knowledge and everything since the seventies, right? It's inception. And I'm such a huge fan. And so when people don't quite get it, I use the example of, you know, so it's all the language get. So I specialize in intrapersonal communication. Let's get the language right here so that when we speak, we're asking for what we want instead of what we don't. And even AI, our brains are like AI. They're in the business of creation. Then we can discreate or recreate. And so if you say to Siri or Alexa, don't play Barry White, they'll say playing Barry White. Or they'll say, I'm sorry, I don't understand that question. And our brains are the same way. So the foundation for me is to help people understand how to ask for what they want instead of what they don't. And why do they want it? And what does that language look like? So if I, if I ask you to close your eyes and I say, do not picture a cat, the cat is not running around the tree. It's not running up the tree and don't even look at the dog, right? Your brain is like, boom, 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 boom. And if you're really talented, you can make them disappear quickly, but you saw them first, right? Or you imagined them first. And so That's the foundation. So I always start there. What do you want? Why? What does that language look like? What are the action steps? And then we start leaning into who can support you because it's a team effort. You know, how can you, how can you begin to have the support that you need so that you're not wearing all the hats? Because when we're entrepreneurs, we wear all the hats. And if you physically, my dear, had to walk out of the house wearing six hats, Oh, I do the website and I do the marketing and I do, and you, you had to physically go outside like that. You would think I'm an idiot. And people would look at you and go, what are you thinking? But we do that, you know, not, not physically. And so the greatest thing that I ever learned, and I encourage people as a coach is to figure out back to you zone of genius, because you're afraid you can't afford the help. And that's exactly why you can't afford the help. Number one, it's the fear. It's the negative thinking. It's those old ruts. And, um, and then the, the next thing is once you, once you're brave enough to take that leap of faith, like in the Indiana Jones movie, when he steps off onto the unseen bridge, then things just light up 
you know, the money flows in because now you're in your zone of, you're paying people to do things that they love that you don't enjoy. It's just a win-win. So that's the foundation of how I help people. It's people who are struggling, you know, empty nesters or people have retired or anybody who's wanting to do this, but they're here and they just don't think this is possible. That's heartbreaking to me because if you can imagine it, you can achieve it. If you can, you know, you can believe it, you can achieve it. There's so many things like that, but it all starts with the voices in our heads. It certainly does. You know, I, I I think about sometimes like, you know, in my own journey and where I'm at and like, I never would have, um, you know, like imagined, I guess that all of this was possible, but at some point I had that thought, right. And like, I started to picture it and I started to visualize it and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know all the steps, but like, let me just start asking questions and figuring it out and finding great people and mentors and all these kinds of things that for so many of us, you know, anything and everything is possible, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it all, it, sometimes it just starts with asking, right? Like if you don't ask, you don't get, and yes. we don't like have all the answers, but there's somebody in your world that has the answers that you are looking for if you're brave enough to just ask, right? Yeah. Like that's, I mean, people sometimes are even afraid to just ask for what they want, you know, and it's, it's these really? fears and all this craziness. I call it the stinking thinking all. It's like the stinking thinking that like gets in our way, you know, that we're not creating the, you know, the life that we desire or that we really truly want. And, um, I know that, you know, like your journey too is, is a pretty fun one because you're currently living in, is it Mazatlan? Is that where you are? I am now. Yeah. But you came, you came there via Hawaii, right? Yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit about like, what took you to this point? I mean, have you always had your own business or did you work with corporate or like kind of talk about your personal journey to get to where you are today? Hmm. Yeah. I like to kid that I'm solar powered. If the sun's not working, neither am I. So you will find me on the West coast. Cause I'm also not a sunrise person. I'm a sunset person. I catch two sunrises a year, my birthday and new year's day. And other than that, they look the same. I, I don't care what your thoughts are. <laughs> you know, people like to argue with me is my point. I'm like, they look, I take photos of both and I've put them on my, on Instagram. I'm like, is this a sunrise or a sunset? And over 90% of the people, you know, get it wrong because they pick what they want it to be. And so um, before living in Honolulu, I lived in Huntington Beach, California. And, you know, I just, I love being on and near the ocean. That's where my body is happiest. And so I went to college. I went from Northern California where I was born to Long Beach, went to college, and then went back briefly to Northern California and thought, what are you doing here? You know, you're two hours from the ocean. So back down to Southern California and just did the whole thing, you know, what you think you're supposed to do in your 20s, get a career, you know, be married, start the family. Back in the day, right, I'm 61. So this was more of the generally accepted and, um, or expected, I should say. And so did all of that, but was doing this self-improvement stuff all along, which was getting me out of that poverty mindset from the trailer park, growing up with domestic violence and abuse and sexual abuse and all the abuses. Like I got to check those boxes, but to, to learn that I'm in control, I have the power, 
What was my lesson? How was I involved? So just constantly self-learning all of these things. And somehow I found, I felt, I fell into the fabulous world of fitness and leg warmers and tights and, uh, Reebok tennis. And I did that forever. And so was, was a manager for 24 hour fitness for 24 years. So that was my stint in corporate and it paid the bills. And I still was doing all of these other things on the side that lit me up. Right. So now we call it a side hustle, but it was just what I did because I loved it. And I got certified with the International Academy of Self-Knowledge. Um, I'm one of only a dozen people on the planet certified in transformational meditation, which is one of those neuropathway processes. And so I've been doing that work for over 25 years. And then finally, the kids grew up. They're off and running. You know, hubby passed away, no dogs, not even a, a plant. And for the first time in my life, at, you know, age 56 or so, give or take, I was like, what do I want? Who am I? What do I do? Because I had been in service of others my entire life and I loved it. I'm not complaining, but when it was just me, whoa, was that an eye opener? So I went into that self-discovery and now I have the answers to all of those questions and of helping people all along get there, right? And so Honolulu is amazing. I lived there for 18 years, but it's extremely expensive. And so I have the Honolulu lifestyle of love and good food in the ocean at a fraction of the price. And no, it's not dangerous. You know, people like we, the media have conditioned us that Mexico is dangerous and um, the United States is dangerous. <laughs> it's really all about how you show up as a human being. doesn't matter what country you're in or what city you're in. It's how you show up. If you show up foolish and selfish and ignorant, then, then life's going to give you that in large doses. If you show up grateful and helpful and in service, you get more of that. So that's how I ended up here. I've been here almost two years now. And uh, this is my home. This is where, this is where I, I'm. People ask me, are you looking forward to retirement? And I say, what do you mean when you love what you do, you don't work? No, I'm not retiring. <laughs> well, and again, I think that that is, you know, one of the things that people often forgot about and they started to take advantage more of the fact is that when did you work from home that you can work anywhere, right? Like you can, as long as you have the internet and, you know, you have your your tools that the world is your oyster and what do you want to wake up and look at, you know, every day is mm -hmm. it... You know, my brother still lives back in um, Wisconsin and, you know, he, he complains about the cold and the snow. And I'm always like, you got choices. You know, I've been living out here in Arizona for 22 years. I don't shovel the sunshine. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, like you know, I, and well, it's so hot out there. Well, you know, it's all in perspective, right? right? I mean, I think that for all of us, everybody has that lens of perception. Would you say that there was a thought or what was the biggest obstacle when at 56, you know, mm -hmm. like you realize that anything is possible and there's kind of a, this idea of like maybe reinvention or whatever it is. Like, was mm -hmm. there something that caused you to pause or to be like, Oh man, can I really do this? Yeah. So my, I, I call it a rug pull because, you know, my life is blessed. And some people say that I'm lucky. It's not that I don't believe in luck, but I do believe I create my circumstances in my environment. 
And so my rug pull was when hubby passed away from an aneurysm. So we had plans. He was the Martha Stewart type, like made the food and the flowers and he would move the furniture in the house. I'd come home from work. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And so we were going to get a, um, you know, just a bed and breakfast on the big Island, um, in the Hawaii. And then we were working towards that, you know, everything permits, all that stuff and looking and, and getting into marketing. And then he passed from an aneurysm. So he was awake one day and then within 24 hours, he was gone. And so I could not continue to do what we were doing. There was nobody who could be him. There was, it wasn't like I could find a new business partner and keep doing what I was doing. And that's when I really looked into, well, what do you want? You know, I've always gone from important relationships to important relationships. I've always been in a relationship. I've never been solo. And so it was a little scary in the beginning. I did read a lot of books on the couch (laughs) in the beginning. (laughs) And, you know, I had the support of my family and everything. So that was my reinvention um, was that what I thought I was going to do was no longer a possibility. So now what? How do I take? It's like if you ever open your refrigerator and go, what am I going to make to eat? It was kind of like that. Like I have things. I have lots of things. I have lots of tools, I have lots of fruits and vegetables. So, but what am I going to do with it? Right. And so I just started inventing. Uh, but I would go back farther and say, because I think it's worth um, sharing, is that when I started that self help stuff back in my 20s, uh, n- I, nothing gets exact credit for it. But there was a day when I realized oh, I have the control, I have the power. It's not my father. It's not my poverty. It's not being a female. It's not being a minority. It's not the government. Wow. That was really the beginning, beginning of the shifts that, that gave me everything that I needed to survive that great loss and so much more. Woo. Sorry. You probably saw me having a coffin attack here as I was like, you know, listening in and, um, so many really key nuggets that, come out of that because um, first and foremost, you know, I'm sorry for such a, you know, sudden shocking loss of your husband. I mean, and you know, it's kind of my premise that I talk a lot about, about the, you know, the tomorrow is not promised. I think that, you know, for people listening in is that, you know, when you have all these opportunities, you know, sometimes it's going back to what you know, or finding your passion of what you do love to do. A lot of times I think that people get to a point in their life where they're not quite sure the direction that they're supposed to head. And I always say, go back to when you were five. You knew what you loved to do when you were five years old and mm-hmm. that anything was possible. And how can you get back to you know what is possible for you? I agree. And I kind of was this way already, but very consistently without fail since he passed Every morning I wake up, hands on the heart, and I say, thank you for another day to share my gifts and talents with the world. I promise to remember that I'm literally a walking, talking, breathing miracle. And I stay in that moment, Julie, until I believe it. That it's not just a saying, something you say every morning. Like sometimes we'll tell our loved ones, love you, bye. You know, and like, do do we really feel it in that moment? You know, so every morning, that's how I start. And 
We don't want to have disaster to help us teach some of these life lessons, but sometimes that's how it's, that's how it plays out. Right. It shouldn't have to be disasters, right? Like I mean, to really be appreciative of the moment. So we've talked about a lot of different things. Is there anything still on your heart that you would like to share with the audience? Or maybe you were hoping that I would ask the question and I didn't. So what is still on Elle's mind? I like to always share that there's so much power in the breath. And when you listen, you know, watch my vlog or, you know, read any of my stuff, I always am referring to the breath to the point of where I feel like people go, oh gosh, not this again. And so what I really want to share is it, it's that simple and basic. We have the power. So when we don't, like when you're coughing, right, we can solve so many things and shift our states with the power of breathing. So just 30 seconds of deep and meaningful breaths, like right now, that'll make you cough, but deep and meaningful breaths, get more oxygen into our brain. Those neural pathways can be fed. We can be more logical. We can calm down, but it's a choice. It's a choice to stay frustrated and angry or a choice to say just for a moment, doesn't matter who's around you. Well, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but no matter who's around you, you can just for a moment, put your hands on your heart or in your belly, the diaphragm and just breathe. And that's what I really want everybody to know that that simple power, we can go without food and water for days, but not without the breath for very long. So breathe it out, breathe it in and um, begin to shift. There's so much power there. It's a good reminder because I know that a lot of times when I'm going, 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 or I feel like a lot's coming at me, if I just stop and step back for 30 seconds and I take Mm -hmm. that, you know, that deep, cleansing breath, how that just really changes everything. And you can feel that calmness come over you. And that's such a great reminder. Elle, how can people get a a hold of you? What is the best way to connect with you? Uh, The best way, um, again, I like to call myself vintage. I don't like saying because I'm older, because I'm vintage. I enjoy email. So my email is info at my business, truespeak.us. So info at truespeak.us, because I like to begin a conversation that way, right? And then we can hop on the calendar or we can go from there. But if just somebody will take a moment to clickety clackety a little bit out to me, that would be great. Otherwise, my website, which which gives the umbrella of everything that I spoke about today is truespeak.us. And uh, I chose U.S. on purpose because I like the concept of us because, again, teamwork makes the dream work. So those are two fast and easy things. And then I can send you assessments or worksheets or whatever you need would be the next step after that. But I don't know that yet. Right. Until you have that initial conversation. So we'll make sure that we have all your contact information in the show notes so that people can connect with you. And so my final question for you today is this. This is the Get Shit Done podcast. So what are you doing to get shit done in your own life this week? That's why I'm such a fan of yours. You know, like what would Julie Jones do? Um, <laughs> we need that would, not what would Jesus do? What would Julie Jones do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that bracelet can mean two things if you want it to. And so um, what I'm doing is I'm focusing on what matters most. So there's an old book Brian Tracy wrote many years ago called Eat the Frog. And it's getting those more challenging things done first. So I'm kind of going back to that concept of thinking when I sit down at the computer to ask myself what matters most right now in this moment. And it shifts. 
So if I'm working on a project and I sit down and say what matters most and I get another idea, that's what matters most. That's what I do. And so I'm divinely inspired to get shit done. (laughs) One action at a time. I love it. And I, I, and I I love that you reference that book because I usually, I usually refer to it as eat the fat frog first. I don't know why. Like, I know it's eat the frog, but I always am like, I got to throw in the word fat, eat the fat frog first. Right. You know, and probably because it's the biggest thing that, you know, that could be done and that you're avoiding it, you know, most. So you can't avoid a big fat frog. (laughs) You cannot. And it goes back to what you said just a moment ago. Remember who can help me. So when you're doing that first big step, who can help me? We, we, we're not meant to be doing things alone. No, we certainly are not. So, Al, thank you so much for your time today to be on the show. Um, I really appreciate, you know, you taking time from that beautiful paradise that you're living in to spend some time with myself and my uh, listeners. So it's just been such an honor to speak with you today. Thank you. And an honor to be here. Always, oh. Julie, so fun with you. Thank you. Oh, well, good. Well, thanks. Well, thanks for, as you know, like you kept on talking as you were witnessing my my coughing attack. Because for those that have listened in for a while, you know that I record these so that we can see each other. Um, I don't really post any of the videos or anything like that, but I like to be able to see who I'm talking to. Not that I'm talking off into dead air, right? You know, and uh, mm-hmm. I tried that once, Elle. I was on something that the other two guests didn't hear. The other two people didn't show up. We were like, actually, it was on Clubhouse and the three of us were speaking and the other two couldn't, you know, do it. And then no, like nobody popped into the room. So I'm off talking to myself and believe it or not, that was a little challenging for me to do it. I was like, ah, screw it. And I just, I like deleted it. I deleted the room. I'm like, I'm out of here, you know, because nobody was showing up and I'm like, I don't even know what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's probably probably most people are think, like listening in and are probably like, yeah, Julie, that's par for the course. Like, you know, we never know what the hell you're talking about. So anyway, this is Julie Jones signing off for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you for listening in. Please like, subscribe, and share, 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 share this information because there is somebody out there in your world that can benefit from this episode. And as always, I'm here to support you in any way that I can. You can reach out to me at juliejones.biz, that's B-I-Z. And as always, have a productive, get shit done kind of week. We'll talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset, and I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, Please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.